Welcome to the Elevated Movement Podcast. My name is Jake Gagan, and I am so grateful that you are joining us here today. I hope that you enjoy this episode and that it can add value to your life in some way. If you do enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends as it helps us tremendously and allows us to spread this message of positivity with as many people as possible. Without further ado, this is the Elevated Movement Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Elevated Movement Podcast. I am thrilled to have my guest on today. We met a few months back uh, in San Francisco when I was taking exercise classes at Barry's Boot Camp, and my guest is Graylin Sanders. He's a great guy. He's a father of two and an entrepreneur. Graylin, thanks for coming on the show, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Anytime. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Absolutely, man. You know, we've been trying to set this thing up for uh, a few months, but in between me traveling and you doing all the classes that you're doing, you know, I'm just happy that we're able to do it today. Exactly. Better late than never. Better late than never. I love that, man. And, you know, one of the real reasons I just got to come out and say probably the most important reason that I wanted to have you on the show is during the pandemic, you know, when everything happened and you were working at Barry's boot camp at the time, you know, everything was locked down. The whole world took a pause. Yeah. Everybody stopped. I stopped. You know, all the trainers that I followed stopped. But there was one guy that did not stop, and that's you. As soon as the pandemic happened, we went into lockdown. The next day, you're on Instagram doing Instagram live workouts for, you know, two two classes a day. And that kind of continued for for a while. So I'm just curious, man, like with everything that was going on, all the uncertainty, all the fear, all the panic. I mean, what really pushed you to keep going at your job and, and keep, you know, building off that momentum that you had? Um, honestly, it was just, it was exactly that. It was just the momentum I had. And I just felt like there was a time where it was an opportunity for me. Absolutely. It was an opportunity for me to take advantage of what was going on. There was nothing else for anybody to do. All the gyms were closed. Restaurants were closed. You couldn't go outside and do anything. So it was literally no other choice. So it's like, what are you going to do to keep your name out there to keep, keep your clients interested in you to keep your clients busy to keep that connection going and kind of instagram kind of just really made it easy for me so the way it started i was just literally one day i was just sitting at home and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna get on instagram live and do a workout and then literally my climb my comments in the live session blew up like when are you doing this again when are you doing this again and then we turned it into a schedule we went six days a week for i think it was five months so it was actually really good yeah, man, you uh, you helped. I mean, you helped so many people because it's like yeah. all the gyms were closed and all the people that go to Barry's boot camp and wherever they work out, it's like they're so used to having this consistent routine. And the cool thing with Instagram Live is like you can be on it live or you can keep it on your page for 24 hours and people can work out to it then. So like, yeah. I just want to say thank you from from you know the bottom of my heart because when this whole thing happened, the gyms were closed and I was like, what am I going to do? So I was just tuning into uh, your Instagram Lives every single day. Yeah, just get back to it. Honestly, it was... It was it was actually beneficial for me too. It kept me sane. So just as much as it kept everybody else that was able to join us, like it kept their mind right. It kept my mind right. It kept me focused. It kept me determined. It kept my mind sharp. It, just, it got me up every day and it started my day off the right way. So it was definitely beneficial on both ends. Absolutely. And I feel like this is one of the uh, only times in history. I mean, it definitely is the only time that you would be able to do something like this. You know, like if you, let's say the pandemic happened 10 years ago and you were working at Barry's Bootcamp, it's like, well, now you're out of a job. 
But exactly. because technology has transformed to where it is today, it's like you're able to do Instagram live and you're able to start uh, Prime Fitness, which we'll touch on in a second, and do online classes. And I just think it's important to, to note that because without the technology, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that this would have been as, as possible for you. At all. It was a blessing in disguise. And like, I mean, it was a tragedy what happened or was it, what is happening. But yeah, with anything in life, you, you have to be able to adjust to adversity. So adversity is going to come at you in all different types of ways. Um, it just it res- it depends on how you respond to it. So it was it was a chance for me. It was a chance for me to step up, take advantage of an opportunity, connect with so many different people, and it was honestly it was probably one of the best decisions I've made in a long time. Absolutely, man. And that was one of the things that really stood out to me the most was just the fact that you had that entrepreneurial mindset. And I can hear it when you're talking right now. Just your mindset is not the victim. It's more the go getter. It's like you probably sat there and you're like, hey, you know, shit's going on. Shit's hitting the fan. But obviously you have a, a family to prov- provide to prov- provide for. Excuse me. So it's like you can't just sit there and wait for things to happen and collect a stimulus check. It's like first day, dude, you were you were up and going. So I applaud you for that. Man, I appreciate that so much. I really do. Absolutely, man. So let's talk a little bit about you. I mean, obviously, I've taken your your Barry's boot camp classes and you were definitely one of my favorite instructors there. Not just your energy, not just you pushing us, not just you being a light in the room, but also your music. And I feel like a lot of your music uh, comes from that Bay Area culture. And I know you were born in Oakland. So I'm just curious, you know, how big of an impact being from the Bay and being born in Oakland has made on you in your life? It was just it, it built my foundation. So it made me who I am. It 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 guided me to the man I am today. So it kind of taught me to never conform to anyone or anywhere. Always be yourself. And that's kind of I take that I take that with me everywhere I go in every situation I'm in. I talk to everybody the same. Nobody's different. And I don't care if you're I don't it doesn't matter to me. So it's just yeah. It's, it's just what I am. Everybody's the same. Everybody's on the same level. I respect you. You respect me. Um, I'm this is Grayland. Like I'm gonna be myself no matter what. So I mean, people. A lot of people like it. There's some that don't, but that's just what it is. You can't please everyone. But in any situation, it's always best just to remain to be yourself. Stay solid to your stay stay solid to your morals, and honestly, genuine. When you're genuine. People notice it, people feel it, and it reflects and every it shows. It's I don't even know how to explain it, but when you're genuine and you remain who you are, it shows through I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but you get what I'm trying to say, right? I'm get, yeah, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down and, and I think being genuine is the most important thing. And also I think it, it's crazy because you know, I work in sales and yeah. I feel like to be a, a phenomenal fitness instructor, you kind of have to have that, you know that salesman in you or that customer service, because it's like, these are your clients, you know, yeah, and ha- you, you want to keep your, your clients and your customers happy. Absolutely. And that was the one thing that really stood out to me. I'd go to your class, man, and we would connect on a personal level. And I'd be like, dude, Grayland's dope. And I feel like that uh, ultimately, you know, brings more clients back to your, your class and, you know, into your, your studio and, you know, being loyal customers to you. Yeah, for sure. It's like when people come to my class, I don't want them to ever feel like you're just coming to work out. And then you just you get a sweat in and you leave. Like I want to make sure, no matter how many people in the room, I want to make sure that you know that you're seen. And I want to be able to connect with you on some type of level. So if I even if I come touch you, talk to you, correct your form, say what's up, how's you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. That's again, that goes back to me just being me. Like I want to make sure you're okay. Like you're doing good. How's the family? How you feeling? Smile today. It's a beautiful day outside. 
I want to encourage you, but I also want to make it personal. Like, I don't want you just to ever feel like, oh, this is a coach and I'm coming to take a class and that's it. Like, it's just Graylin. Graylin's going to check on me. Graylin's going to make sure that I'm seeing. Graylin's going to make sure that I'm doing everything the right way. So that's why that's how I approach every single class. And it kind of it kind of helped me out so much. I met so many people like yourself. And it was it's it's kind of just how I carry myself every single day, no matter who I come across. That's just what it is. That's just how I am. That's all. I've always been like that, honestly. Yeah, and Graylin's going to push you. Like, there was times in that class where I hated Graylin because it's like <laughs> Graylin's telling me to go faster on the treadmill when I'm already running a 12.5. But that's oh, kind of what makes Graylin Graylin. You know, like, that's what makes you you is that you're going to push people. Sure. We're going to work. That's 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 a given. But amongst other things, we're going to connect while you're working. And it's not – you're not going to feel like you, – you're working hard, obviously, but – I don't want you to feel like like I'm just beating you into the ground. I want to be I want to be encouraging to you. If, if I notice that you can do more, I'm gonna tell you to do more. If I notice that you can't, I'm gonna let you do what you gotta do. I pay attention to every single thing that goes on the entire time, no matter who I'm coaching, no matter what I'm doing. You gotta pay attention to details. Yeah, and I think it's important because like people, you know, go into classes like this and go into trainers uh, and use yeah. trainers because they they're not pushing themselves hard enough. Yeah. So it's like, it's important to, I mean, but you also obviously have to walk that fine line. Like, Hey, you're not going to push someone past their limits, but it's like, if you see it, like you mentioned, you're going to give them that encouragement and tell them like, Hey, go a little bit heavier. Like you got this, you know? Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's major. Yeah. And something I didn't really know about you until, you know, we had the, the chance to connect a little bit after we've met was that you were a uh, pretty standout football player all your life. Um, yeah. You know, so do, do you mind kind of walking us through that journey? I mean, what did your football career look like and when did you know that you're going to be pretty good at football um honestly like well, i started off as a big basketball player like i love basketball i was a big fan of kobe and Allen iverson and stuff like that when i was younger but as i got older um i kind of stopped growing everybody was super tall and i was like stuck i kind of stopped at like the five eight five nine range and then i had to figure out something else um i was always pretty aggressive so i kind of kind of just really went i kind of just fell into football one of my best friends uh he kind of told me like uh he told me i was scared to play that's really why i started playing football it's a crazy story he's like you're scared to play football and if you really know me i take on if you challenge me i'm going to do it because i can never back down from a challenge and i ended up playing my eighth grade year which was my first official year playing football and then from there kind of took off like I, oh i'm actually kind of good at this all right so i went from there ended up going to de la salle Okay, you actually know what you're doing. Some colleges are actually looking at you. You're actually out here making plays. All right. And then um, I ended up going to a junior college because my grades weren't up to par in high school, but got my situation together in school, which school is way was super important. I should have paid attention to it earlier, but, you know, you live and you learn. And it took me to Pittsburgh State University. Um, I was actually – I did good, started. Uh, we won a national championship. Um we made plays, man. It was like I was I, I was always a game changer. I was never just a person that was on the team. I always held my own weight. I always was one of the top people on the team. And it, it, it allowed me to get a free education, which was a blessing. And I, I'm thankful for that every single day. Yeah, man, it's uh, that's a blessing in itself. But the fact that you uh, were challenged at a young age to play, I think is so funny because, you know, you got to say thank you to that friend because ultimately – He's one of the reasons that you were able to get this this free education. Exactly. Um, but in terms of your football career, I mean, how much did that camaraderie of playing on a team, how much did the competitiveness of only a few spots in the field, 
I mean, the work ethic of those early morning weights in college and high school. I mean, how much did that set you up for success as a man once you got done with football? Oh, it's, it was everything. Like football was a football was a a life sport. Um, and football is a life sport. It's like the work you put in is what you get out. And that's what comes with life. So you got to be disciplined. You got to be disciplined in everything that you do. You got to pay attention to detail. And you got to want it more than the person that's in front of you. In any situation that I feel like I'm involved in, I feel like I want it more than anybody else. So I work harder than anybody else. I'm a like I'm not going to stop. So even if somebody does something better than me, which is fine, it's not a competition. But at the end of the day, I'm going to make improvements on myself. So I feel like there's no other competition. So that's kind of the mindset you have to you have to have playing football. It's like you either going you either going to go get it or you're going to get gotten. So it's really a a doggy dog world, but having a strong team behind you is also very essential to it. So you got to be able to hold your own weight, but you also got to be able to believe in your teammates. So you're only as strong as your weakest link. That's something we came up with in high school. And this it's a, it's a lot of quotes from high school, actually, that I carry with me every single day. I love that, man. And you, uh, you mentioned, you know, winning a national championship in college, and it's like you're not doing that without your team. You know, Grayley can be the best football player in the world, but there's also 21 other spots on a football field, right? So it's like, that's why sports are so special. And I think like every kid should play sports because at a young age, you're learning how to be a team player. You're learning how to work hard. You're learning how to be a leader. Um, and you're learning how to trust too. I think that's important too. You know, especially when you start working and getting in the business world or getting into any type of job, it's like, you have to trust your teammates. You have to trust your managers. You have to trust the, you know, vice presidents and the executive team. Um, and it's all, you know, a puzzle. It's like all the pieces of the puzzle have to be aligned for that puzzle to fit perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 it, there's so much that goes into it. You're only like on a team, you're only a small piece of the pie. If everybody isn't working together, the whole thing just doesn't work. I've been on teams where there, there wasn't that camaraderie and it was a complete, you know, what show. So. Yep. And I think it starts with coaching and, you know, just, the. Uh, you know, what they bring to the table, you know, the, the guidelines that they're setting, the culture that, that they're bringing. And, you know, that's why head coaches that are successful get paid so much. Exactly. Leadership is everything. Leadership is everything. Leadership. I like that. For sure. I really like that because it's so important. But, you know, we, we've talked offline and, you know, when you were at Pitt State um, or actually Northwest Missouri State, excuse me. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, it wasn't always easy. You know, you tell your football story now and people are like, wow, you know, national championship you know very successful career college paid for but i think a lot of people don't know this about you is when you were at northwest missouri state you know you kind of yeah. ran into some trouble and things went a little bit south so i'm just wondering if you want to uh touch on that a little bit and share kind of what happened at northwest missouri state yeah so northwest missouri state was a college that i went to before transferring over to pittsburgh state um i played there for one year um i did i did really well i did really well and Ended up getting into trouble after the season. I believe it was actually my 21st birthday, actually. So I ended up going to a bar. I ended up getting into a bar fight, and it, it was a huge thing out there. Um, they tried to charge me with 13 felonies for a bar fight, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I was dismissed from the team. There was a post made about me. They called me a thug from Oakland. They also... Uh, there was a Facebook post about me as well where it had my teammates and a whole bunch of people from town calling me the N-word, saying that I was a thug. We can't bring these people from out of town to play football out here. But just a couple wow. weeks before that, it was it was Graylin's doing good. Graylin might be one of the next great cornerbacks here. He has a lot of potential, but he has to fulfill the potential. So it's like 
it's it's crazy how things can change so fast or how people's perception of you can change so fast over a situation where they don't even know what actually went on. So the Midwest is definitely, definitely one of the places that I went. I learned a lot about life. I learned about a lot about adversity. I learned a lot about overcoming racism so much. It's, it, it was a lot that went into it for sure. Yeah, man. And, you know, we, let's touch on that for a second, just the, the racism part, because like, you know, first off, thank you for, for sharing this story and, and opening up because it is your story and it kind of what makes you who you are. And we'll yeah. touch on that in a second as well. But um, on the racism part, you know, I know you mentioned that you went to jail for 30 days and had eight felonies try to get charged against you. And it's yeah. crazy because I know kids from college, you know, friends that will remain nameless that actually got into a bar fight. Um, you know, multiple friends got into a bar fight. Yeah, they went, they went to they went to jail for one night with yeah. no felony charges. So I'm just curious. I mean, do you think that being in the Midwest of Missouri, being a black man, getting into a fight? played a, a huge role in you getting, you know, going to jail for 30 days and having eight felonies charged against you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was, it, it couldn't be anything else. So they tried to charge me with kidnapping, assault, battery, and something else. It was one more, but it was completely, it had, it had no, it had no backbone to it. So it just like literally was just throwing charges at me, trying to get me to trying to get me to i don't know what it was i don't i really had no clue what it was i still have the paperwork until this day um, yeah yes yeah, so i tried to charge me so much and the craziest one was kidnapping which i made kidnapping or it wasn't kidnapping it was it called a uh it might have been kidnapping it's one i'm gonna have to look at it but they tried to charge yeah. me with assault battery and there was one more that i cannot think of but it was it was a crazy time in my life it was hard for me and my family and to sit there in jail for 30 days for it was even crazier. But Crazy, man. I can't even imagine what that's like. But this ultimately had to be a, a huge wake-up call for you, right? Like to just, you know, be more careful when you go out. And if someone talks shit, like, hey, walk away because it's not worth it. Absolutely. You live and you learn. It's a life lesson. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I regret it happening to me. But, I mean, it made me stronger. It made me who I am today. So I wouldn't take it back for anything. It's it, it like my life was pretty good coming up to that point. You know, it was pretty good coming up to that point. It showed me that that I can overcome literally anything. So I know there's people that have done way worse, spent way more time in jail, but that was enough for me. So that set that kind of set me in the manhood the right way. So I don't look yeah. at I don't look at it as a negative as a negative part of my life. I look at it as a as a major teaching moment and a moment that matured me and led me to the position I am in today. Yeah, man. And I think that's the, the best way to look at it. It's like life's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. Like sometimes you're going to hit a wall and sometimes those are meant to happen so that you can learn, you know, obviously your life was great up to that point, but maybe there were some things, you know, you're being a little bit careless when you went out or you weren't really, you know, understanding what you were saying and doing. So it sounds like this was a pivotal moment to you. And ultimately, man, like I have to applaud you because you were able to take this and realize like, hey, I'm never going back to jail again. I'm going to work my ass off in school. I'm going to work my ass off as a person. I'm going to work my ass off on the football field. And you ultimately ended up uh, recommitting or getting another scholarship offer to Pitt State yep. and becoming a national championship. So I think that's uh, becoming a national champion. I think that's super important that you were able to take this negative, as some people would call it, and make it probably one of the biggest blessings in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's just it was – that's that's what anything. That's kind of how I approach my life every single day. 
especially from that moment. It's kind of just like take advantage of every single opportunity. Um, every lesson is a blessing. And just keep on pushing, man, because keep on pushing because there's going to be things that get into your way. You just got to keep on. You got to keep on going. Don't stop. Don't let nothing deter you from what you have planned. Stay focused. Stay strong. All of that. It's just it's what guides what guides me through every single day. And guys, if you're listening to this, this probably won't surprise you then that Graylin was one of the the first people to be doing Instagram live because it's like <laughs> you know take what you're given. Like that's the yeah. pandemic happened. Okay, let's go. You know. So yeah. I think that dude, this mentality that you have is so strong. Um, yeah. Where'd you get that from? Is that something that you learned from childhood or your parents or you know have you always thought like this? That's just kind of how I've always been, probably from my father, from my mother. Um, yeah. Just my whole family, everybody, my older brother. So my older brother for sure. My older brother was a straight go-getter. Um, absolutely. It's just, it's just the men and the women that I had in my life to look up to. That's the mindset they've had. and They've, they've, they've installed that in me, and I've kind of taken it to a whole other level. Yeah, you've taken it and you've like, all right, you just you put a little Graylin juice on it and just transform it, bro, and and keep going. Um, I love it, dude, and I, I'm inspired by your mentality. I think it's it's incredible. Um, but after college, you graduated from Pitt State. Yeah. Now this happened to me. I've seen it happen with a lot of people. You know, once you're done playing a collegiate sport that you do for 12 hours a day, since sure. you're five to 23 or whatever it is, it's like you have to go into the real world. And I'm just curious, you know, for you after graduating from Pitt State, it's like, how did you kind of find your way in the real world? And was there any sort of identity crisis that you had? I mean, I don't really have, well, I don't know if I'll call it an identity crisis. I just, I didn't know what I would love to do. I know I, I can always make money. I can work and do anything. And that's really what I did. Any job that I can get, I took. Um, I wouldn't stay for long. I never stayed at a job for more than a year because I would always find something that would pay me more. I was looking to do better, always looking for something that would like satisfy me or complete me or make me feel like I wasn't getting up and working every day. So that was that was my thing. It was just trying to find something where I can be a provider, where I can be where I can be happy in what I was doing. Um, yep. It took me a long time. I will say that it took me a long time. There were some jobs I should not have done. Absolutely should not have done. But you know. If honestly, if you follow directions, you can do really, you can do pretty much anything. So it, it was a, I would say it took, I graduated college, I was 23 or 24, 23 or 24, something like that. I honestly didn't find my calling until I was 27, 28. So something like that it took a good four years, four or five years. So what were you uh, doing in those times? What, what kind of jobs were you working? main goal i had this thing in my mind where i was just gonna be a firefighter i'm gonna be a yeah. fire this is what i want to do this is what i want to do all right do what you gotta do to do it i took i went to emt school passed it twice but i did i failed the national registry test um and i did i did what else i did sales i did construction worked at home depot was a janitor um worked you were at, you were a janitor yeah i were i did it. i was a janitor i was a janitor um janitor and uh i think the janitor was actually my last job before actually getting into fitness i think that was the last draw for me wow so you were just pretty much doing anything you know that would pay you more money right that would give me some money absolutely awesome man yeah that's i mean you gotta gotta get it you know it's like if they're gonna pay you more you do it until you do find that passion 
Exactly. It's just, it's just it was a hustle. It was a hustle. Fine, do what you got to do, get paid, and keep on pushing until you find something you love. Now, were you working out throughout this whole time? Like, were you still pretty active and in, in going to the gym and training other people, or were you pretty much just focused on working? I wasn't as active as I should have been because I was working so much, but I still worked out on a pretty consistent basis. Um, I always stayed in shape. I got out of shape probably uh, maybe once or twice, but I mean, it happens. But uh, I always worked out. I always kept myself moving. I always still competed playing basketball, playing flag football all the time. So I always was, I'm always moving. That's never stopped. I, I stay, <laughs> I always stay on the go. I'm always doing something physical. And that's just, that's just a part of me. Right on. I love that. And I'm excited to hear how, I mean, so how did you go from working construction sites, working at Home Depot, uh, you know, being a janitor to ultimately being one of the most successful and powerful trainers in Northern California? I mean, what did that process look like? How did you kind of get involved in the fitness industry? That shit was through my wife. My wife recommended uh, that I started training. <laughs> it was, uh, she actually reminded me of the story today. Um, I was, I was in my final, I went, so I was working at a, what is it called? A transition, a, a transformation center, transformation center in the East Bay. Um, then I got an opportunity to work at Orange Theory and they were let, they were pretty flexible in my schedule. So I was going to Orange, I was working at Orange Theory and I was going to EMT school at the same time. So I was full-time at Orange Theory and full-time school. And um, I got through it, was one of the best students in class yet again. Um, and then, uh, I got down to the national registry test and I just didn't take it. Like I just wasn't, I wasn't driven. You feel me? I wasn't yeah, driven. Yeah. It wasn't like, go get this. It was just like, uh, okay, you can do it, but do you really want to? Like, I was always like, I could do it. Like, I can, I can name off my ABCs <laughs> like no other, like no other person in ABCs when you're in the EMT is your airway, your breathing and your circulation. So yeah. I can can do all of it i can like i was i was great literally one of the one of the best people in class people were like oh this guy's good but i wasn't i had a drive to do it and so she was like why don't you just go coach so i was like all right man let's try it let's try it because right at the point at that point it was i was at orange theory already and it was just like you know what let's just dive completely into this because it seems like something that you're more interested in than actually going on and being a firefighter. So me and her sat down to have a talk, and she was like, "What? What is it that you really want to do?" And it was like, "All right, man, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it." Because I don't have, I had no passion to be a firefighter at the moment. I had no passion for it. So we went on Orange Theory, and um, it was good. It was good. I worked in some. I worked in where I I worked in Lafayette, which is a whole new world for me. I worked in mm-hmm. Creek. Um, worked in Brentwood, California. Worked in um pleasanton worked in fairfield i worked a lot of places so i worked a lot of places and then um um ended up finding i ended up talking to paul wright me and paul went to high school together at de la salle we played together and uh he got me uh he got me an interview at berries and that's when things really started to my life in the fitness industry really started to change yeah, I feel like when you become a, a Barry's boot camp instruct, instructor, especially in the Bay Area, it's like your life can really change because you're having so many people come through those doors. And like before the pandemic, I mean, it was crazy. You literally had to book classes a week in advance, <laughs> like like crazy, like 6 a.m. As soon as the it went open a week, a week in advance, you had to book it or else it's going to sell out. So it's like 
you probably had thousands of customers come through those doors and you know hundreds probably loyal customers just from you know becoming a Barry's bootcamp instructor especially in the the bay area exactly exactly that's where a lot of like that that Barry's really Barry's really introduced me to so many people so many supportive people so many people that i connected with bears was the first place that i worked where i i, I enjoyed working there my time working there um and i met so many so many people that support me literally until this day that been with me since i was at berries since i started instagram live and they support me even more than that i'm on my own company so it's just like it it was it was a great stepping stone for me yeah, shout out Barry's Bootcamp, Northern California, all the incredible instructors. You guys got a great thing going. And I know they just recently reopened up uh, like the Marina and the Castro. So hopefully we can get things opening up back there and, and get back in the Red Room. Um, but you mentioned starting your own company, which yeah. is you know another reason I really want to bring you on here because I've, I've been seeing you post on Instagram. I've been seeing your following. I know you're doing some live and some in-person stuff. So I just want to give you the floor to uh, kind of discuss what Prime Fitness is and how people can find you if they're interested in taking some classes with you. Yeah, so Prime Fitness is uh, is my company. It's my company. It's just me and you. Um, it's Prime with two eyes. Um, I actually started the name, I think it would be three, three or four years ago. Um, I was training people under Prime Fitness but i had to i had to really work on my following i had to really work on getting a getting the uh getting the getting a fan base without fan base or uh a group of people that yeah were following that's the word i'm looking for get a following yeah. so once i got a following um we brought it back we brought it back during the pandemic um there was so much there was a great response to what i was doing on instagram and we decided to take it further so I was doing Instagram for, it was donation based. So if you can tell them, you can come take class at 9.30 in the morning or 5.30 at night. And people would literally just send me Venmo's um, saying, thank you. Thank you for doing this. This is keeping me sane. I love your workouts. I love your energy. It's hard to give somebody your energy through a cell phone or through a laptop or through an iPad. So to, hear yeah. that, to hear that is just like, oh my goodness. All right. That's really special. Okay, that's really special. So then I um and then I me and me, my wife, one of my business partners, we decided to let's just let's make it official. We couldn't think of a name. And then it was like, let's just go with Prime. You know, that's what you were doing before. Let's just do it. So, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, let's go to Prime Fitness and we launched it. So Prime Fitness is actually I'm trying to cover everybody's fitness needs during times like this and beyond. So right now we provide virtual sessions for you Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. They're all 60 minute sessions, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. All right. I record each session. So if you cannot come live, you can go to my website and you can literally purchase whatever class you want to. Also, I do in-person classes now. They're allowed. Okay. So I go to this place called social fit club. I have strength sessions, I have high intensity sessions, I have boot camp sessions, and literally everything that you will need right now, and we're going more towards the future, is handled. So like it's like your one-stop shop. I need a quick at-home workout, bam, it's right here. I want to get a quick outdoor workout, bam, it's right here. I can't make the live session, but I want to do your recordings because I love you. All right, bam, it's right here. So it's like I really wanted to provide that for everybody. And I think we've done a great job of it so far. So if you're ever free, go check out primefitness.com. We got a lot of beautiful things for you. 
It's super simple to use. Like I'm here for you every single day. I literally do stuff almost seven days a week. So that's just the grind right now. And um, we're going to make this really special. We got big plans for the future. And I just can't wait for you, everybody to see it. Yeah, guys, definitely go check out Prime Fitness. I've taken Graylin's classes a lot. You can probably hear his energy through the, the speakers right now. But it's like when you take this guy and if you're in person, he lives up in the Bay Area. And I'm pretty sure the place that you mentioned is in San Francisco, correct? Francisco. It's in San Francisco in the Fidei District. Yeah. So if you're in San Francisco, check out Prime and go take an in-person class. And if you're online and you're listening to in another place and still want to get a good workout in with a great guy, check out Prime Fitness. He's got live classes. He's got recorded classes. And I'll tell you right now, you're going to leave the class feeling better than before. You're going to get a great workout in and you're going to just be refreshed because you're working out with Graylin, one of the greatest guys I know. Man, I appreciate that. I really do. I really do. It's kind of, it's kind of hard for me to talk about myself. Like I don't, I don't really like to do it, but I mean, it's something you have to do when you're in this field, but I really, I'm like, I'd rather show you than tell you. So yeah, let me, yeah. let me be your hype man. Then I'll, I'll hype <laughs> you up. I'll, I'll like him. Um, but yeah, man, I think this is this is perfect. So I, I just want to kind of bring it back, you know, to the pandemic and everything that was happening. And and this is kind of a two part question. You know, I know you have a family, you have two kids, you have a wife. Um, and, you know, when this all happened, it's like you have to provide for your family. So I'm just curious, you know, alongside your family and everything that happened with the pandemic, you know, what really inspires you to show up every day and to be the best version of yourself? I gotta be a leader. I have to be a leader. I got two young boys that that need that positive male role model in their life, especially right now with everything going on and the racism that they they literally see on TV, on Instagram, or wherever they go. They need to see the positive side of things. They need to be know how to be a leader, know how to work, know how to provide for their families. Because being a black man in America is not easy. So it's my job to show them how to do that. And I think you're doing a great job. Um, I know you're doing a great job. So I, I applaud you for that. And with everything going on, I know that you mentioned, um, you know, I, I saw this when you were going live and on Prime Fitness, but you and I believe Nate Barry and, and maybe a few of the other instructors that were at Barry's uh, yeah. did some Black Lives Matters and some donations to uh, some foundations. And I'm just curious if you can kind of speak to that, like what, what prompted you guys to do that and ultimately how uh, how it went to do those classes. Uh, we did a couple. We did one for the black neighborhood um, in Oakland, California. We did one for the black neighborhood in Oakland, California. Um, me, Nate, Paul Wright, Shay, uh, Jessica. Was there one more? I think that was it. And um, we were kind of just, we did it virtual. We did it virtual because outdoor sessions weren't allowed still. And our we wanted to get everybody to work out. But the big thing was to provide a message at the end for everybody to hear. Because each, each one of us have our own following, and we kind of brought that all together. And our main focus was, of course, we wanted to get the donations out there to, to the Black neighborhood, but we also wanted to talk to people. Like, we wanted to make it personal for people. Because in California, I'll be honest, we have it good in California compared to the Midwest or to the South or to or to anywhere else. We have it good out here. So they really, but they need to recognize that it's real and it's right in front of your face. And we really really wanted to talk to people and just show them like this is we wanted to i'm gonna keep saying we wanted to make it personal so that was really our big thing with that and i think you did i was like on the the live videos and just listening to your guys's message and you can really feel you know the the passion and the pain and the wrong that have happened to some of you guys and just your, yeah. you know your message for 
for change. And it's like, you know, I just had a, a podcast last week with my friend, Tim Harris, who's a black man. And we kind of talked about the racial injustices in America, but we're ready for change. You know, it's like, it's been, it's been too long and it's been too much pain and just people here are ready for change. So I applaud you guys for, you know, hosting a workout and, and not just doing a workout to make people feel good, but really take some time to, to share your insights and to spread that message of, you know, let's make change. It's time. Absolutely. For me, it's more so about my. I don't want my. I don't want my sons to have to grow up and go through what I went through. Like that's that's was that's what's personal for me. I do not want my sons to have to experience what I did. I want them to have a better future. I want them to not have to look over their shoulders when the police drive by. I want to have to worry about people of different color judging them just because they're black or treating them different because they're black. I want to start it now. So I feel like we're at a point in time where we can make a, make a, make a serious change for the future. We can make a serious change for the future and we have to, we have to act on it now. It's going to take a long, long time. We got a lot of work to do, but I don't want my kids to go through what I had to go through. That's my driving force. I love that driving force. And, you know, with the way that the internet is and the fact that you can post something and it can reach millions of people, you know, I think if anybody's listening and, you know, you're, you support this cause of, you know, stopping the racial injustices, like don't, don't count yourself out. You know, you might be one person, but it's like, you have a voice and you can use it. And it's like, if you use it the right way, you can reach thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people. And even if you reach just five people, you know, yeah. I think it's important to kind of voice your opinions and and stand up for what you believe is right. And I think the internet is a, a very powerful tool for doing so. Every single every single person counts. Every single every single individual counts because you can talk to you can motivate one person. That one person can motivate three people. Those three people can motivate thirty people. So it's a domino effect. So always use your voice. Never stay silent. Never allow racism to be okay because it's not it's not so we got we got a lot to change and it's a um it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot so yeah and and when i was on the when i had my buddy tim on the podcast it's the most recent episode before this but you know he was talking about microaggressions and when a lot of people think of racism they think of like the kkk and hanging you know black people and these macroaggressions right but something that caught my eye was he was talking about microaggressions. And even the fact that, like, let's say you're driving in your car and someone makes a racist comment to stand up and say something like, hey, that's not cool, man. Exactly. Because if you don't, you're going to you're still complicit. You know, if you don't say anything, you're not condoning it. You're still complicit. Exactly. And I thought that was the most powerful thing because, you know, I've heard comments that I've let slip because, you know, I just didn't feel the need to say anything. But I think it's it, it, it all starts with even the smallest comments. Like if you hear something racist, or you hear something that's not nice, that doesn't really vibe with what you believe in, say something. Exactly. Exactly. That's all, it's literally all it is, is speaking up. It's literally just yeah. speaking. It's like there's no reason a black person should be pulled over for jay- jaywalking. I saw a video yesterday of a black dude getting shot because he was jaywalking. Um, there's no reason a, a black store owner should be questioned about working in this store after hours because he's black working in a crazy like working in a um a predominantly white city um yeah. it's just stuff like that it's, it, it's it's it goes so deep and yeah. it's that it happens every single day and people just kind of they try to normalize it or act like that oh well he should have been doing no there's no excuse for that nobody should lose their life nobody should be killed for freaking jaywalking it's 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 it, it, it definitely something that that weighs heavy on my heart every single day. 
I can tell. I can uh, I can hear it. And, you know, ultimately, you, you coming on here and talking about it and you using your, your platform and hopefully, you know, you mentioned the domino effect. And if there's anybody that's listening, you know, they even if it's one person that's like, you know what, I am going to stand up for what I believe is right. And when I hear a microaggression or I see something like I'm going to say something. Yeah. And that's kind of. Yep. Yeah. You can't say stuff like that. Yeah, that's how we uh, create change. But I'm glad we were able to, to touch on this. I know this is something that's, you know, you're very passionate about. And so am I. And, you know, we are we are ready for change. But I just want to get back into the fitness aspect of things. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I would come to your classes three or four times a week. Fitness is probably the most important thing that I do for my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health. Like without fitness and working out hard, I just don't feel as good. I don't yeah. you know, look as good. I don't. I just don't show up as my best version. So, you know, I'm just curious, you know, for anybody that's out there that is listening to us talk, you know, fitness freaks, and they're interested in getting back into it, but they haven't worked out in a while. I mean, can they still come to Prime Fitness or what are some things that you recommend for people that have been stagnant, maybe haven't worked out in months? They know that they need to get back in there, but they don't really know where to start. Honestly, any any level can come. Any level can come. I will definitely take care of you. I do workouts for every single person. I take care of every single person. Right now, the max amount of people allowed in my virtual sessions is 25. Outdoors, like 15. Because I want to make sure every single person is taken care of. I want to be able to handle so many different fitness levels. I want to elevate you. Or I want to push you to go even further. So, man. It's, 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 I don't want people to ever fear trying something different and yeah. that's not with fitness that's with everything in life so hey don't be scared i promise i'm gonna take care of you i take i take on new clients every single day this is something i do for a living it's how i provide for my family i take this very seriously so come yeah. in i promise you'll take it i promise you'll love it and it's gonna be special perfect yeah you're a pro it's what you do for a living it's like you're a professional so even if someone hasn't worked out in 10 years you're going to exactly. probably take it a little bit easier as opposed to someone that works out every day. Um, yeah. But I feel like I see that a lot with people. You know, it's like I, I would go ahead and say that every single person on this planet knows that working out is going to be beneficial to them unless there's something going on. Right. But a lot of people don't because, like you mentioned, the fear, whether it's getting back into a studio and being out of shape or the fear of not knowing where to start. And, you know, I think that you've done a great job because I've seen it in person with people that have come in especially, you know, new, you know, first timers at the gym of making people feel comfortable and like, you know, getting into a fitness class or taking an online virtual class is not as scary as it is. And I think we have to kind of break the stigma of being so hard on ourselves. It's yeah. like, it's better to get in there and fail and look like a fool, not saying you will, but to look like a fool than yeah. to sit at home and not do it. What, 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 uh, what Kobe say? You miss a hundred, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. hundred <laughs> percent. That's really real. That's real, man. And that's, uh, I think it's important that like, Hey, you know, it's, and it, it comes back to the thing that we mentioned, you know, when you started this, like you had so much momentum going for you, yeah. but it's so easy to lose that momentum too. And I've been there, like I've, I've worked out pretty hard all my life, but there's been some times where I'll take three or four days off and then something happens at work and in my personal life. And next thing I know I'm 30 days without working out, eating a gallon of ice cream at night, you know, yeah. eating a tub of ice cream. Yeah. And but the momentum flips both ways. It's like, even if you take a small step and try one of Grayland's prime fitness classes or go for a walk, whatever the case may be, it's like you can start building momentum to create a healthier lifestyle and live a better life ultimately. Yeah, every, 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 like you said, every little step counts. So just take that, take that leap of faith 
I promise I'm going to take care of you. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm not a big talker. I'd rather show you. So just come try it out. I'm going to give you the best experience possible. I take care of every single person. It becomes like a connection. So me and my clients aren't just like, I'm just not your trainer. You're not just my client. I try to build a relationship with every single person. It's almost like my extended family. So I want to know, like, I know when you're on vacation or I know when I haven't seen you in a while. I know I can need to check in on you, make sure you're okay. So it's like, it's way more personal than just being, hey, do some push-ups or something like that. So I just want you to be, I want you to know that you're going to be you're coming into a community. That's what I'm trying to build a community. So come into a community where everybody's going to take care of you. Everybody's going to support you. It's just going to be a, it's a beautiful thing. And then if you come out and see us live in person in San Francisco, we have a lot of beautiful things going on for you as well. Um, we have a great experience out at Social Fit Club. So you can book that through my website as well. But the biggest thing is take that leap of faith. Try it out. I promise I'm going to take care of you. I promise to provide a great workout for you. I promise to support you. And I promise to make you an important part of this community. Mm, I love that. And I, I feel that when I go to your classes, like there is a community. Like you you kind of have like, not like a, a cult-like following, but man, you have people that show up to every single class that you would do. You know, it's like you have yeah. that consistency because like obviously everything that you're saying right now, you're not a big talker. I'm going to be your hype man. But like everything you're saying right now is true. It's like yeah. you are taking care of people like you are. I mean, dude, I would I would go home to Florida and I'd come back and you'd be like, yo, how was your vacation to Florida? And it's like it's those steps that you take that make you so special, not just as a fitness instructor and a coach, but also as a person. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about people, man. It's all about people. But I'm a, I'm a genuine person. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'm a genuine person. And that's how I carry myself every single day. That's important to me to be real. I always want to be real. I always want to be. I always want people to know that I'm real and like this is this is this is who I am. This is who I am. Am I perfect? Hell no. There's so many things yeah. I can, but I don't want to be perfect. I want to be me. So mm. that's just that's just how I carry myself. And some people are like, man, you need to change this for to do this. Like I'm not changing nothing. Like I'm gonna be me 110 percent of the time, and that's just what it is. I love that, dude. And that's that kind of comes back to the authenticity and, and being genuine like we talked about. And for anybody that is interested and, and still with us here on this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and put his uh, Grayland's website, Prime Fitness in the bio. Um, I'm also going to send you his Instagram. And I'm sure if you know anybody has any questions, they can reach out via Instagram and just direct message you. And I'm sure you'd love to get back to them, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Reach out to me. Um, if you end up buying a class, uh, let me know that you listen to the listen to the podcast and I got an extra free class for you. Um, if you end up purchasing the class pack, I will add an extra three, extra three classes to your class pack from coming from the pod, from coming to the podcast listening as well. So, Boom. I want to give you that little extra incentive. So you get a free class if you sign up for one class. You get an extra three classes if you sign up for a class pack. So, that's, that's a great deal right there. And that 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 should say enough. So if you are listening and you want to get back in there, Prime Fitness, uh, we'll link it. And and thanks for you know showing love to the the following and the listeners here, Graylin. Absolutely, man. I'm so glad y'all had me. So glad. Oh, so me too, man. And, you know, I always like to end it, um, you know, with a few different questions, some staple questions for the podcast. And the first one, obviously, it's September 30th when we're recording this. We're going to drop this in sometime in October, early October. But, you know, in California, we're still in the midst of the, the pandemic and yeah. people are still suffering and people have still lost jobs and are trying to get reacclimated to this new world. 
Um, obviously, you have a great mindset with with everything that's going on, but maybe not a lot of people do. And I'm just wondering for anybody that's still struggling or going through it or having a hard time adjusting to this new world that we're in, can you share a message of positivity or inspiration to somebody that's going through some hard times right now? Um, for anybody that's going through hard times right now, um, stay strong. Stay strong. There's so, there's so much going on, so many different obstacles that's thrown at us every day. Mental toughness is everything. Okay, we've we've been thrown, we've been we've been hit with so much adversity, but just know that you're built to handle it, and there's nothing that you can't overcome. So stay strong mentally. Believe in yourself above anything else. This is the time to take advantage of that one thing that you've always wanted to do. This is the time to take that leap of faith. This is the time to go do what you've always wanted to do with your life. I know it's hard. I know there's things that we can't control right now, but deal with what you can't control. Okay. Did all what you can't control. Keep on pushing. Like tough times don't last. Tough people do. That's something I live off of every single day. Tough times do not last. Tough people do. And you are a tough person. So keep your head up. I believe in you. And I got you. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Just know that I love you. And just keep a smile on your face. Get up every day with a new drive, get up every day with a new purpose, get up every day, handle your business and take care of what you can take care of. Whew. Crushed, bro. You're so powerful. Like I, I resonate with that message so much. We might have to get you out of fitness and get you on a stage doing motivational and public speaking <laughs> because you're that good. But yeah, I resonate with that. But uh, for the people interested, man, I know you mentioned it a couple of times, but where can they find you, uh, you online on Instagram and, and drop that website one more time for us? Instagram, Grayland Sanders, just G-R-A-Y-L-O-N Sanders. Um, my website is primefitness.com. Uh, Prime has two I's in it. Make sure you type that in because that's important. That's pretty much it. Um, I'm really not a techie. I'll be completely honest with you. I answer what I can answer on, online. I have an email as well. It's Grayland at primefitness.com. You probably hear my son crying in the background. Um, but that's pretty much it. Instagram, email, website. I'm, honestly, I get back to everybody. Talk to me. Send me a message. Come see me. And let's be great together, baby. Let's get it, bro. I'm so happy we were able to do this, man. I love your story. I love you, man. You're such a great guy and, and had such a big uh, impact on my life when I was going to Barry's boot camps. And I just wanted to uh, applaud you again and, and just let you know that I saw you. You know, I, I continue to see you, but I really saw you when everything hit the fan you know, the world stopped and you just kept hustling and kept going and kept providing and kept creating. So I think that's super important to mention, man. And, you know, so grateful for uh, you coming on the show today and excited to uh, continue watching you in the future. And thank you so much. I'm so glad you had me. I appreciate you, bro. Always, always love you for having me on here. And uh, let's keep let's keep working to get better every single day. All love, bro. Thanks so much. What is up, everybody? And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Elevated Movement Podcast. We hope that this episode that you just listened to can add some value to your life in some way, shape, or form. And if you did enjoy this episode, we kindly ask that you can subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with your friends. I'd also love to hear your feedback on social media as well. You can find me on Instagram at Elevated Movement. That's Elevated MVMT. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of the Elevated Movement Podcast.